You're listening to 30 Minute Expert. I'm Katie. And I'm Zach. Every episode, I challenge Zach to become an expert on a totally random topic. And if that's not hard enough, I only have 30 minutes to do it. We want to prove that no matter who you are, or how much education you have, with a little help from the internet, anyone can become an expert on any topic in the world. You ever notice how real estate agents are becoming such big stars? (laughs) Uh, So... Today's topic is my favorite topic of all time. Spaghetti. Yeah, pizza. Oh, wow, that was close. I know. Well, you know me well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pizza. Specifically, well, all kinds of pizza, but um, I was going to make it margarita pizza because I believe that's the first pizza. Well, you know the story of margarita pizza, right? I do. We'll just get this out of the way now. It was like, um, I don't remember her name exactly, but like a queen named Margarita. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But I don't know if she was like Queen Margarita or if it was, I don't know. Anyway, Mm -hmm. she was a queen in Italy, and uh, pizza itself was invented for her, and it was called the Margarita Pizza, and it had the red sauce white mozzarella cheese and green basil for the italian flag what are you making that face for because you're ruining the episode no this is just margarita pizza and and i'll admit that i know that from stuff you should know the oh, podcast mm, obviously we love stuff you aka know. what we are ripping off <laughs> um but i learned that from them in 2011 Ooh, wow yeah um, i remember where i was when i heard that no way yeah i swear Wow. I don't know why. It just always stuck with me. It's very impactful for yeah. me, too. So that's the story of what maybe is the first pizza ever, but at least the origin was. of margarita pizza. Yeah. So, you know, nail that down. Where did it start? For sure. And then all kinds of pizza facts. Tell us about all the pizzas, all the fun different kinds of pizzas. What are people doing with pizzas nowadays? You know. Okay. Cool? Yeah. Um, definitely. I also heard recently that this might have been on... My favorite murder? You would know. We're just name dropping all the podcasts. Let's today. do it. Um, <laughs> so, Domino's Pizza, they had an ad campaign in the 80s with this character called The Noid. Oh, yeah. And the whole thing was like, avoid The Noid because The <laughs> Noid, which in commercials was portrayed as like a cartoon yeah. alien looking thing, uh-huh. he would try to intercept your pizza delivery. Oh. So they guaranteed that you would get... I was just learning about this like a week ago. That's why I know all of it. And I I think it was my favorite murder, but I'm not sure. Um, That's why they... Or that's when they introduced 30-minute delivery, which was huge. To order a pizza and you're going to have it at your door in 30 minutes, guaranteed. Um, so they were like, we, we, we guarantee we're going to avoid the Noid. We'll have it to you in 30 mm. minutes or less. Uh, apparently, there was a guy who was mentally unwell whose last name was noid oh no and he went into a domino's and held a bunch of them hostage (gasps) with like a gun and was claiming that they had based that character off of him wow and were making fun of him for it um you know i've never heard of this but that's crazy yeah and it like went into a big long standoff and he made these demands and then the police met the demands in this negotiation and then he like backed out on it and then eventually the hostages escaped i don't remember how exactly um but they escaped what he he was like eating or something like that and they ran Mm -hmm. out the back or whatever um but anyway that ended 
their campaign with the Noid because wow. that was obviously really bad press. That's very crazy. I've so never heard of the guy was that. successful, I guess. He got the campaign shut down. Yeah, that was <laughs> also his name. Was probably still in prison. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, sad if you think about it that you know very if this sad. guy is is mentally unstable as he seems from this one little story. But uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What was the topic again? It's pizza. Pizza. Okay, buckle up, baby. <laughs> Was it delicious? I'm so jealous of you. I wish I spent 30 minutes researching pizza. Well, you would be hungry like me if you had. Mm. It was delicious. Um, Quickly, we'll just get two things out of the way. Okay. From the intro. (laughs) (laughs) The very long intro, which I apologize for. Uh, Number one, that whole Noid story I told was... uh, pretty much true i I verified it. it's like 90 percent of what we said was true so i'm not even going to touch on that any further i literally was waiting for you to be like that was totally made up (laughs) no basis in reality whoo all right at least it's true and you pretty much got the facts down yeah all right Um, number two i incorrectly stated that the invention of the pizza was with queen queen margarita which is not true oh So let's go way, way, way back to the beginning of what became pizza. Let's do it. This is my dream come true. Just lay (laughs) it on me. So in ancient Greece, you know, going back thousands of years. Ancient Greece? Mm -hmm. I'm offended. Well, (laughs) hold your horses. The Greeks were eating flatbreads, Mm. which it's like, where do you draw the separating line between what is a flatbread and what is a pizza? So we'll start here. The Greeks are eating flatbreads and they're topping them with oil and herbs and even dates and i believe in some cases cheese you know that wasn't Mm. like totally uncommon they have some good cheese there so i wouldn't be surprised yeah let them live some feta and dates Mm. yeah yeah, i know that sounds pretty good right sounds really good so the ancient romans they are also eating uh focaccia breads Uh, which are a little bit we're back home (laughs) (laughs) a little bit uh thicker of a bread you know than a greek flatbread like when i say flatbread I don't mean like today when you go to Panera and you get a flatbread and it's like a pizza. I mean like it's like a flat, it's like a cracker almost. Sorry for saying like so much. <laughs> no. The Romans are eating focaccia breads and again, they're topping them with herbs, oil, but that's a, a thick, that's bread, really. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not pizza. The first instance of the word pizza in print is from just before uh, 1000 AD in what mm. is now central Italy wasn't mm-hmm. really Italy at the time and it was in reference to I believe it was a somebody gifting somebody 12 pizzas for Christmas whoa yeah something along those lines Merry Christmas That's I forget a good Christmas. exactly what I had read and the the entomology of the word is debated some possibilities link it to the Greek flatbread pita Oh, which I had never even thought I about that connection, about either, but yeah, they are okay. pretty close. And the, another word I don't have it in front of me that um, means to like tamp down or flatten. Hmm. So another possible origin. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Late 1700s in Naples, which mm-hmm. is present day in Italy, part of Italy. It's on the Italian peninsula. It always has been right. there, but you know, it wasn't always part of Italy. Oh, I see what you mean. Right. So in the late 1700s in Naples. They are baking bread and toppings together. So mm. that's effectively pizza. 
Yeah, my grandfather from agree? Naples. I just had to throw that in. Smart people love pizza. There you go. Perfect. Great. Well, was your? Would you say your? Not your. Wait, your grandfather? My grandfather. Yeah. Was he a poor my peasant? <laughs> Probably. Well, because that's who ate pizza mostly. It was like poor people food. Wow. But I don't so, know. You know what? Often the best food is poor people food. So there you go. I agree, but when I read that, because I feel like that pops up a lot. That pizza you know is that, poor that this food? started out as like peasant food or that peasant food like yeah poor people food but I'm like I don't know what's poor people food now even if you can point to something like a cheap fast food and call that poor people food which is I'm putting air quotes around that it's like okay sure you can call it that you can think of it as that but everybody still eats it on occasion you know it's not like I I just get the idea that in late 1700s Naples, even though that was considered poor food, it's like, well, people probably still enjoyed it. It wasn't like the leftover yeah. scraps that poor people ate. You right. know what I mean? Well, who knows? We weren't there. We can't say. But I think the point is that it was very cheap. Mm-hmm. It was very uh, cheap to make, very cheap to buy, mm-hmm. and it was sold on the streets. Mm-hmm. I think those factors add up to it being considered peasant food. Right. I guess if it's the only food that peasants can afford... Than it is de facto. Also, street food is also seen as like, not that we use the word peasant nowadays, yeah. but street food isn't like high class food, but it's awesome. Right, it's exactly. I guess that's what that's what I am realizing, that just because it's very cheap street food doesn't mean that it's not great food. Of course not. And in this case, obviously, I think we can all agree it's great food. It's the best food. So, the, the, you know, late 1700s, like 1800s, like yeah turn of the century like into 1800 they are topping it with oil herbs garlic anchovies these are very common Mm. toppings and it's getting pretty popular so much so that in 1830 in naples the very first pizzeria is open Mm. like an establishment that just sells pizza what year 1830 1830 yeah this is all happening a bit later than i expected and it's gonna jump ahead a bit in a second here but that place was called, because uh, I don't believe it's there any longer, mm. Antica Pizzeria Portalba, which is spelled P-O-R-T apostrophe A-L-B-A, which mm. really looks like portable. Oh, yeah, but it wouldn't be. <laughs> it wouldn't? Okay, I wanted to ask you because I know you I speak, Yeah, you I know, mean, Italian. I don't know exactly what that is, but I, I don't think it would be. Uh, portable okay well yeah when i read that i was like that must mean portable (laughs) oh wait it is still open i'm sorry that place is still operating oh let's call them and see what it means (laughs) (laughs) um i read online see this is where the story gets a little confusing with that whole uh queen margarita thing so we're still pre-margarita she hasn't rolled through town correct cool so i read that that antica pizzeria portalba they had two original pizzas that were the marinara pizza topped with uh, tomato, garlic, oil, and oregano. Mm. And then another one that was topped with tomato, mozzarella, and basil. Mm. So one version of the story goes that after Italy unified with Naples, or rather Naples, the independent region, unified with Italy, 1861. In 1889, King Gumberto I and his wife, Queen Margarita, visited the newly acquired wow. Naples for the first time yeah. where they tried several pizzas made by a man named uh, Raffaele Esposito. Nice. <laughs> one of which was the 
tomato mozzarella basil mm-hmm. that Queen Margarita really liked. She liked that the best of the three that he had made. And I guess when you're a queen, when you like stuff, you say, name it after me. And they do. Exactly. So that's one version of the story. Mm-hmm. That this pizza was crafted especially for her visit out of three pizzas that were crafted for her to try when she was there. She liked that one the most. Another version goes that that original pizzeria had a pizza with those toppings on the menu already. Then when she visited Naples, she tried that one, liked it. They named it after her. And then the third version is that Raffaele Esposito was tasked with specifically creating a pizza for her visit for her and her family and the royals that she was traveling with and he invented that you know he thought it through the italian flag the Mm -hmm. red white and green mozzarella uh tomato sauce and basil yeah i i think that third version is the way i've always heard it but also i wouldn't be surprised if i mean what they weren't putting tomato and mozzarella and and basil together yet yeah i know it's kind of it's it's odd when you read this history because they aren't conflicting stories mm-hmm. it's not like some people think it happened this way other people happen this way and people argue about it and try to right. you know debate it's not so much that as it is just depending where you read you will find kind of different twists to it but it does seem to be totally agreed upon that that pizza with the mozzarella uh, tomato sauce and basil, red, white, and green, symbolizing the Italian flag, was named for Queen Margarita after her visit in 1889. That is, no matter which hmm. story that you follow, they all agree on that same that's thing. The so that's yeah. I mean, the story, however it got there. Right. The main, the coolest part of the story is that it's the colors of the flag and it's named for this Queen Margarita, mm-hmm. and we still call it the Margarita Pizza today. That part mm-hmm. is definitely true. No matter what. And I really am stunned at w- how late it was. What late I date. know. Pizza has been around this short a time. Wow. We are so lucky to be living in the era that we <laughs> I know. When I first looked this up, I really thought I had made a mistake at first. Yeah. Or that the, the, the timeline I was reading was somehow like skewed a little bit and it was going to jump way back in time. But yep, turns out 1889 is when that pizza... When, you know, modern pizza, like people call that guy, uh, Raffaele Esposito, like the father of modern pizza. That's when it really, you know, got put on the map. Yeah. What a dream. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be the son of, I want to, yeah, I want to be the son of modern pizza. Mm. You're going to be the husband of modern pizza pretty soon. I know. We're having pizza tonight. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anyhow, the queen puts her stamp of approval on it because remember, this is her first trip to this region to naples mm. and at this point pizza is not popular outside of naples within it within italy in fact it's not popular in italy until like the 1940s that's insane yeah wow outside of naples mind you it's popular uh-huh. in naples you naples, know that whole they got time it going on they know about it but after she uh goes there and tries it puts her stamp on it then it becomes more popular mm-hmm. still kind of within the the area around naples and it becomes a little more highly regarded. Right. It's a bit more refined now. Because the queen liked it. Of course. It's not just the poor peasants. Mm-hmm. So just a few years later, we're talking late 1800s, immigrants start flooding into the U.S. Mm-hmm. And they bring pizza with them. 
even reading bring, <laughs> just bringing on the ship <laughs> they just have duffel bags and wheeled luggage full that of one guy who got 12 pizzas for christmas is like i still have five i'm going to bring them <laughs> oh man um even reading that surprised me like that the real italian immigrant wave didn't come to new york until 1900 that's when my people came then and after i suppose people were coming before that but that must have been when like the no, that's real like wave high hit. time yeah for for i at least okay. italy i know i just struck me sure as Ireland a little late i would have guessed that it was 20 30 years before that no they had to wait till pizza was invented <laughs> and then they could come <laughs> so they had something to bring to the party yeah exactly i can't show up empty-handed Mm-mm. um so the first united states pizzeria opens in 1905 in of course new york city it's Ooh. called lombardi's that Ooh. one i believe is no longer there oh. which is surprising wouldn't yeah. you think that would have lasted well yes and no there's just so many i guess but um but it would have been i if it were around i'm sure it would be huge yeah i guess you know they opened in 1905 in 1908 it there wasn't seven it wasn't thousand <laughs> yeah that's true too there are a ton in new york but also it wasn't 120 years later where pizza is this huge popular thing and you were the first in the united right. states it wasn't that yet so do you know knows? where it was in new york i read that but i don't remember i do remember cool. that the address on it was 53 and a half but i don't remember what street <laughs> oddly enough <laughs> it was a very selective memory i like it <laughs> <laughs> but even then you know it's popular in new york you have all these italian immigrants they're eating it and you know all the other cultures that are there they're getting their eyes open to everything that pizza can be Mm -hmm. but it's not super popular yet in fact it doesn't really become popular until the same time ish that it's becoming popular in italy which is the 1940s Mm. because you have soldiers returning home to the u.s from world war ii Mm -hmm. where hundreds of thousands of american soldiers served in italy wow and they found pizza yeah they did they're not doing of course like they're not doing a culinary tour of Italy while they're there. <laughs> no. But they are eating Italian pizza. Once they, you get a taste of pizza, you know what happens Especially then. that authentic. Yeah. And of course, they come back and they're craving it. So the popularity grew tremendously after that. Wow. Um, Chicago invents the deep dish in 1943 uh, at a place called Geronimo's, I want to say. I also could be totally making that up. So Wow. I don't Someone know. Someone <laughs> from Chicago is going to send us some hate mail. Yeah, but it'll be funny if somebody knows the name of it and I just say something that doesn't even exist. Yeah, true. Um, 19- also, deep dish pizza, is that really pizza or is it soup? Mm, I, I have never had deep dish pizza. Have I've you? had it and I didn't want to finish it. Wow, I feel really bad saying this, but like I am from New York and all of my pizza is New York pizza and I love pizza and that was not pizza to me. I want to try a real one. I've had it in the... Um, in the airport in Chicago, because I've never been to Chicago, I've, but mm-hmm. I've stopped in the airport. And anytime I stop in the in an airport in a random city, and I'm I want to eat, I always try to get what is authentic to that area. Which, you know, as authentic as right. the airport version exactly. is. But it's very admirable of you. But also, it's like, what is this some weird chain that's like we sell deep dish? It's like Sparrow deep dish version. <laughs> Honestly, that's probably what it was. So I had I remember eating it there and thinking like, okay, yeah, this is different. I like it. Um, but I've seen you know on food the food network or whatever i Mm -hmm. i don't know i've seen videos of 
old Chicago establishments, you know, probably the people who invented this stuff, where it it doesn't look like anything that I ate at the airport. Mm -hmm. And I want to try that. I would try it too. I'm sorry. I really, I shouldn't be harsh to any pizza. It's so close to my heart. Anything that is called pizza, (laughs) I have love for it. It's got a pizza in your heart? Mm -hmm. It's got a pizza in my heart. Okay. 1957, frozen pizza is invented. And you know who invented that? (laughs) What? Yeah, it is. You just take a pizza, you put it in the freezer. It's not that simple. Okay, sorry. There's a a lot that went into it. Bird's Eye. You know the frozen food company, Bird's Mm -hmm. Eye? So that was started in the 30s by a guy whose last name was Bird's Eye. No way. Yeah. And he revolutionized the flash freezing of fruit that doesn't change their flavor or like their, you know, kind of... Very smart. Yeah, molecular makeup Mm -hmm. and like just turn them into mush. So they applied that method to frozen pizzas, and that brand is Totino's, oh, which is still in every the frozen. They make pizza rolls. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, they make the pizza rolls. That's probably what they're most known for. They also still make little pizzas. Uh. Um, so yeah, it was them who really started the whole trend of frozen pizzas, which weren't really popular until the mid '90s. Is when it really like frozen pizzas really took probably off. When women started working. And they were like, I can't. <laughs> the mid 90s. <laughs> women didn't work into that. <laughs> um, no, apparently the technology just kept getting better with it, mm-hmm. where they were able to do like kind of self rising and, yeah. you know, different things like that that made it a lot more appealing. But going back a little bit, so we're talking about pizza coming from Naples, which is really the traditional Neapolitan pizza. That is kind of like the top of the pyramid of that is what all pizza aspires to be yeah it should be <laughs> but plato's that, true form of pizza it really it is the true form of pizza and that is made with a thin hand-tossed dough mm-hmm. uh, this is all no exceptions by the way no exceptions. like this is what traditional neapolitan pizza is i love it thin hand-tossed dough mm-hmm. with like this specific flour if you're getting real technical uh san marzano tomatoes okay buffalo mozzarella mozzarella and then uh cooked in a wood-fired oven wait oh okay yeah and then where's the basil no this is a neapolitan pizza not a margarita pizza. oh sorry okay got it wow so pure simple got Mm -hmm. it and they even have a i forget what it's called it's this like cultural regional trademark thing where almost how champagne can't be called champagne Mm. unless it's from that region right Mm -hmm. same thing with um their buffalo mozzarella Mm. it has to be made from water buffaloes raised in this specific region in italy wow for it to be called uh, buffalo mozzarella i I don't know if that applies in the u.s but that definitely is like patented in europe Mm. they're very serious about it these people take their pizza very seriously i mean i get it yeah i don't blame them um so there are many well not many a few ways that you can cook pizza the most common probably in America would be the conveyor belt, which is mm. what you're going to find in most fast food places. And it's a longish oven, maybe about seven feet long, that has a slow moving conveyor belt rolling through it that you put the unbaked pizza in on one side. And then, you know, seven, eight minutes when it later, comes out the car wash. <laughs> <laughs> once it goes through the air dry cycle, it's it, a baked pizza. It's a beautiful pizza. You also have a deck oven which is an oven that has um, brick or stone that the pizza sits directly on, and underneath that layer of brick or stone is the heat source. Oh, So okay. it's heating from below, heating uh-huh. the stone that is cooking the pizza. 
you also have a coal or wood-fired oven. Mm -hmm. That would be a dome-shaped oven with a little opening on the front where there's a fire actually going inside, and that's heating up this little almost igloo that, mm -hmm. you know, is built around the pizza. And, and those get really, really, really hot. The, the wood-fired ones specifically, I mean, they can be upwards of eight, 900 degrees yeah, that's cook really it, hot. Yeah, and they, I mean, that will cook a pizza and litter. I mean, right. especially when you're talking about like a traditional thin, like Neapolitan pizzas. Also, the traditional ones, they're not like a large pizza you get from Domino's. Mm -hmm. Think of it more maybe like 10 inches across. Mm. So you put one of those in a wood-fired 850-degree oven, it's literally it's done in a out. minute. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's pretty simple. And you slide it in and out with the little paddle, which is called a peel. Peel. Yeah. If you're cooking a pizza at home, a lot of people have a pizza stone, which mm -hmm. almost replicates that brick oven taste in the, the crisp that you yeah. get to it. You, it's a round stone, about a half inch thick, that you put into the oven while it's preheating, and that gets really, really hot. And then you put, even if it's a frozen pizza or homemade pizza, especially you, better to use a pizza stone, you put that on there and it really crisps it all up. And mm. they actually... I think pizzas made on pizza stones are really good yeah. compared to it's a big, directly big on the rack. Yeah. I agree. The Chicago pizza, like we said, is baked in a pan as opposed to the... Well, yeah, it has to be. Right. It would spill all over itself. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, you're <laughs> no right. No shade, Chicago. <laughs> and then you have the Sicilian style pizza, mm. which that's usually what you would... If you ever have a pizza that's cut in a rectangle... And that's, it's puffy. Yeah, that's it's like the fat. Sicilian kind. I always equate that to like what you get at like a bowling alley birthday party when yeah, you're little. Yeah, there's good Sicilian pizza, but... Yeah, yeah it's not bad. Well, yeah, I don't mean to disparage it with the bowling alley pizza, but... <laughs> Doesn't sound so good. I actually quite like Sicilian pizza. Yeah. I think, it, I don't know, middle school or elementary school, one of those, our cafeteria pizza was rectangular, puffy, mm -hmm. and... I'm sure it was terrible, yeah. but I remember really liking it. Oh, very sweet. Yeah, I like Sicilian when I'm in the mood for it. Uh, yeah. Like thin crust, regular, what I would call regular pizza. Definitely is, preferred. Yes, but, mm -hmm. but when you're in the mood for a good Sicilian, it's good. Nothing wrong with it. It's nice and doughy. I know, I like that. Yeah, I do. it can be good. I like thin crust pizza, and I understand that that is the correct way to enjoy pizza, but some people go a little too hard for thin crust pizza mm -hmm. where it's like it has to be thin crust the thinnest possible i want it crispy i don't really yeah. like that as much i like a just regular crust which is thin crust i think i agree yeah. i believe i agree great mm -hmm. so we'll folded i know that's the new york style to, Always me, to do it folded i don't know how do you grow up doing that i don't understand it's so convenient like what are you doing if you're not folding it if you're making your life more difficult is all i can say I guess so, but I'm just enjoying the moment when I'm eating pizza. I'm not really looking for the most convenient way to ingest it. I guess so. <laughs> okay, quick rundown of facts. And I mean oh, quick. Fun facts. I'm going to blaze it. through these because yes. there's a lot here and they're pretty easy to digest. Number one. <laughs> like pizza. Yeah. 13% of United States citizens over the age of two consume pizza on any given day. On any day. Boom. Wow. Next fact. Nice. Over one-third of all U.S. pizzas are pepperoni. Well, mm -hmm. have pepperoni on them. Not just pepperoni, right. necessarily. People love pepperoni here. Boom. Next fact. In 2017, the world pizza 
economy was $128 billion. Oh, wow. $44 billion of that in the U.S. Oh, we're, Boom, next we're doing it. Yeah, Great. we love it. World's largest pizza was in Rome, 2012. 13,570 square feet. No. Yeah. <laughs> Too big. One is, it was like 1,200 square meters. It took up the whole city. And it was gluten-free. That's the most 2012 gluten-free. thing I've ever heard. Yeah, truly. Boom. Next fact. <laughs> most expensive pizza uh, commercially available is at the Mays restaurant in London. It cost 100 pounds or about $125. It's topped with an onion puree, truffle paste, fontina cheese, pancetta, mozzarella, mushrooms, freshly picked lettuce, and a rare Italian white truffle shaving. Trying too hard. I think it sounds delicious. Boom, next fact. (laughs) There's other most expensive pizzas, but they're like caviar and edible gold, and they're just driving up the price for the sake of it being expensive. It's very stupid. Boom, next fact. Hawaiian pizza was invented by a Greek in Canada in 1962. Ridiculous. What the All around ridiculous. Boom, next fact. (laughs) Last fact. The most popular night for pizza delivery in the United States? Thursday. I mean, like the most popular on a 365-day calendar. Um, uh, Super Bowl. You would think, but it is Halloween. Halloween. Halloween How is the fun. most popular night for delivery. The other most popular nights are the day before Thanksgiving, New Year's mm. Eve, New Year's Day, and of course the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Cool. That's it. I love it. Thank Done. you so much. Ugh, basking in pizza. I know. Oh, how excited are you to have pizza for dinner I tonight? I am thrilled. Truly, I'm thrilled. We're gonna savor it. It's going to be great. Yeah, baby. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at 30 Minute Expert Podcast, where you can see cool photos of all the things we talked about today. And send us suggestions for future episodes. Also, if you're a real life expert on one of the topics we covered, write to us and let us know what we missed. You can email us at 30 Minute Expert Podcast. That's 30 Minute Expert Podcast at gmail.com. If it's something especially interesting, maybe we'll read it on the show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe. And if you're really enjoying it, write a review. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye.